My name is Jerrica Lala, and this is my beloved co-host, Captain Nancy. We are podcast heroes, mixing all the colors of the spectrum into a nice, warm brown. Only a few others know this podcast. Donna, Kirsty, Brenda, Joanne, Debbie, Betty, River, Midge, and now you, dear listener. Together, we will join forces to spill tea and fight the patriarchy. Fabulous pop culture secrets were revealed to us the day we opened our mics and said, This time on the Popular Parallax. Try one more time. That's bad. (laughs) Got it. Always forget about the Phantom Power (laughs) sequel to the Phantom Menace, and even worse. (laughs) It was was great. It's just Jar Jar Binks. Great movie. Great movie. (laughs) It's it's just the Binkses. It's like a side sequel, Mm, parallel um, adjacent, like Rogue One, right? But with the whole um, Jar Jar family. Actually. Sounds like they go on vacation. That sounds suspiciously like a new Christmas special waiting to happen. Oh, new Star Wars Christmas special because the other one was just the Wookiees screaming at each other (laughs) for three hours, and this could be Jar Jar being like for three hours. Misa, (laughs) no. Yes, yes. Somebody do that. (laughs) George Lucas, and I can play the B. Arthur part. Amazing. This time. Because who I, the fuck was B. Arthur <laughs> in the Star Wars Christmas special? She was a barkeep who ran the... Um, oh, like the canteen. The canteen. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. B. Arthur. Yeah. Wow. So I'm going to get that role. I'm going to make it happen. That's I want to do it so bad. I'm already emailing Lucas Films. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just had a brainwave to start the day, so. There we go. <laughs> we're back, everybody. Hey. Hey. And we're here to talk about all the Star Wars movies. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> it's a four-hour spectacular. Turns off the podcast. And then subscribe. Like, everybody hates that. <laughs> One star. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> so, I, um... You know, because I had to somewhat suffer Game of Thrones, uh-huh. I was like, let's watch a good version of this. Yeah. <laughs> also, Easter, we were thinking about resurrection, rebirth, right. our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who does that remind us of? Jesus-y story mm-hmm. that we do love. I mean, the Matrix. Yeah. That so many stories have this story about the one. It's the prophecy. Exactly. He is reborn and will save us from ourselves. And we, as uh, I'll say Anglo-Saxons, White. are drawn to this, this. There's something in our bloodstream. Truly, yeah. That goes for this shit every time, <laughs> even though we're like, I'm an atheist. And then, I, you know, I watch one of these, I'm like, he's the one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm an atheist, I'm a feminist, and yet every single goddamn time. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Wow <laughs> A hero. It's uh it is I think it's a it's it's now tamped into the DNA. I think and that's so. why we keep going back to this. Yeah. And also because it's a good story. I mean, yeah, when it's done well, it's fun, it's yeah. inspiring. Yeah. Well, it can be inspiring. Even when it's not done well, oh. it can be oh. really fun. <laughs> like beyond my dreams and something i could watch <laughs> i will be watching another 50 times in this lifetime uh-huh, uh-huh, guaranteed uh-huh. so let's start things off do you like sand do you, love, do you like deserts do you itch a lot do you like skin conditions <laughs> do you like pop stars not acting not at all that you are gonna love dune, dune! A beginning is a very delicate time. Know then that it is the year 10,191. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is the spice melange. The spice extends life. The spice expands consciousness. The spice is vital to space travel. The spice exists on only one planet in the entire universe, a desolate,
dry planet with vast deserts. Hidden away within the rocks of these deserts are a people known as the Fremen, who have long held a prophecy that a man would come, a messiah, who would lead them to true freedom. The planet is Arrakis, also known as Dune. It's Tremors. It's, it's it's Star Wars. Yeah. It's um, Lawrence of Arabia. It's Lawrence of Arabia. Yep. Um, it's it is Twin Peaks. It is Twin Peaks. It's the Passion of the Christ. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's everything when you ball it up, and then suddenly halfway through, you're like, uh oh. Oh. Uh, now this is a ball of garbage. <laughs> now this is a space disco. Yeah. <laughs> this is a slash melodrama. This is an epic space disco that i cannot <laughs> stop watching like i will say it i fucking love dune like the past year i've seen it now twice even though before that i hadn't seen it since i was like a kid wow. um my perception had changed on it a little bit oh, but <laughs> as, a, as a kid some of it i actually found quite scary oh because gosh, it's david Lord. lynch and it is bizarre yeah um yeah. but now it's also like laugh out loud delight when I'm watching this thing like it's and I'm I have to say like I'm laughing with them I don't want to just say I'm fully laughing at them because to me elements of it do work absolutely yes but then like uh, so let's try to what's the what's the story here like there's so there's a bunch of there's several like a little handful of planets Yes. And um, they have, like, space travel, but they also look kind of, like, medieval as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's house of this, house of that. Yeah. They all, like, their main source of fuel is this <laughs> this thing called the Spice. <laughs> so, and spice. also, we should say this is based on a very famous novel, Dune yes. 1965. Yeah. Which explains, I think, some of the sort of, like, what's it doing to me? Oh, like, it's LSD or uh-huh, some shit, uh-huh, right? Right. But it's this Spice, and it's sort of, like... I never figure out. It's like it's it makes the sh- it makes them able to like bend time so they can. It's that traveling yeah. without moving, and they but, say yeah. that over and over again, which is a wrinkle in time. Right, you bend space and you go across like that, and yeah. you've traveled like thousands of light years. You sort of jump through the space time continuum. Yeah. yeah. So they're saying this is giving them that power to do that. Yeah. But I never figure out if it's give it's it's like the fuel or if it's literally giving them the mental power to do that. Yeah, it's not clear it, it's it's <laughs> no it's not <laughs> a bunch of things yeah there's a few things clear. that are a little unclear they yeah. to the imagination yeah. what i appreciate with david lynch he's like exposition catch up you know what i'm not gonna hold your hand through this fucking storyline except for when you hear everyone's thoughts at every you're second right. you're very right you're very right but he may have lost control but <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, i don't he, yeah 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 david bit off a lot here uh-huh. um but and so these these planets they're the it's like an oil war right yeah like it is it, it's not a terrible starting place for a story like mm-hmm. i get why the book is popular mm-hmm. and it's it it sort of turns into a war over this and it's it's this planet being ravaged for this spice and sort of i feel like the inhabitants they're like they're scattered and they're tribal people and it's like ripping off like it's like ripping off the indian's land it's like yeah. that kind of thing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so <laughs> there's like a good duke yeah, and Duke then Lido. there's there's like the emperor of the universe, who's mm-hmm. kind of just a like lazy old man, kind of, kind of, who we, who the daughter narrates a lot of the story, and you never know why. Um, well, yeah, yeah, it's in the book. I, it's I in the read book, beyond, but the but... yeah, and I, I think the movie is cut like holy god, cut, cut, yeah. cut, 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 because they wanted it to be a commercial time. Uh-huh. So that's a, another reason why it has problems. Like, you know, yeah. we'll get to that in a yeah. minute. So there's a war over the spice. The Duke has this son who's who was supposed to be born a woman, which mm-hmm. is an interesting concept. The mom is sort of a witchy witch type. Mm-hmm. She changes the sex for the dad. Like she has the power to like 
reimagine her own baby into a male because dad's like oh i'd really like to have a son she's like okay Okay. even though she is not supposed to do that she's part of this order of witches and they're Mm -hmm. like only have girls because the man could turn into some kind of monster yeah right yeah so she has this son and then they have to figure out if he's like the one true warlock who's also kind of girly (laughs) yeah yeah there's a prophecy amongst the the Fremen, who were the the people of the Spice Planet, right? And they're like, there's some weird fucking word for it. They're like, one day he will come and he will free us. And yes. so they, I, I yeah, they said he's yeah. a, going to be a messiah. They yeah. say that straight out. Yeah. Was, yeah, and that's these native peoples. Yes, they don't look native, but I'm just using no, that the, as the, the people comparison. Na- native to the Spice Planet. Yeah, and then the Emperor, for reasons that again are not made super clear, uh, wants to send the good. Duke and his son and their whole house to Spice Planet to, yeah. like, take care of it. But really, he's going to help their uh, rival family. The, the Baron. The Baron Herokunin Hokunanai. This disgusting fat man Hoko. with, like, a skin condition and all this yeah. stuff. And in the book, it's explained why he has this. It's, like, yeah. a punishment for, like, raping women and all this Cute. stuff. But... In the movie, he's just as he is, mm-hmm. which is sort of a question mark. Mm-hmm. So they're going to send... The good Duke to the planet, but then the bad Duke is going to kill them all. Like, it's it's all a plot to get rid of the good Duke and his family. Yeah, so they can just, like, scour the place and not do it in any kind of, I guess, ethical sense. Well, I think it's to get rid of the sun... Oh, just yes. in case he's yeah. this prophesized. Yeah, they're like, just, yeah, but, the, and they're not thinking that's going to be a big deal. It's like, that's just yeah, a side mission, kind of. 15 but just like, year old. Who's, yeah, yeah, end it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. And then our story unfolds. Of course, the, the, <laughs> the son's name, Paul. Paul. Because that's, you know, Paul. and the, the, I love the witchy mom who looks medieval and stuff, Jessica. Jessica. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? It's obvious, it's 1965. Yeah, there's the Baron and the Duke and Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. Only the son and the mother, they survive. There's a whole attack when mm-hmm. they go to the spice planet, and mm-hmm. the dad dies, and they get away yeah. with their magical ways, because, of course, the son has super gay magical ways super as well. Gay, yeah. They run off into the rocks, and they're, the mom sort of goes, I'm going to kill everybody here with my powers, or yeah. you can help us out. And they're like, well, teach us and we'll help you. So they're like, great. Yeah. So they kind of, they find. So they go native. Yeah. They, they find the, the people of the planet and the people native to the planet and they kind of recruit them and they say, we're going to fuck, fuck this guy up. And then, and then they do. Yeah. Will we see a worm? But there's spice and spice mining. There are always worms. Always. Always. Where do they come? To protect their territory. Vibrations attract them. He must be a Fremen. Or in with them. He's studying us. He's hiding something about the spice. Is there a relationship between the worms and the spice? As I said, they defend the spice islands. Nancy, walk without rhythm. You won't attract the worm. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of quotables in this movie. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's <laughs> also a song. A lot of pugs. Now. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to know that pugs don't well, evolve. It's nice if you have years. a star that's a little, maybe a little on the feminine side to give him a tiny dog yeah. to carry around. Yeah. <laughs> you see like... Patrick Stewart literally run into battle cradling a pug. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, starring Patrick, where do I sign Stuart, <laughs> who is features in both of our films today. Yes, he does. Amazingly. Yes, he does. And don't you just feel better when he's there? I truly do. Yeah, I'm like, okay, at least, you know, like, I know someone's like, uh, got a handle on this whole thing. I am just going to act through this complete horseshit, and you are going to go for it. And I'm like, yes, sir. Yeah, he really does. He commits, and you, you have yeah. to give him that. Like, yeah. Regardless of what he's working with, he really, he really connects. I really to it. have to say, like when I watch it, I, the the points I'll give Lynch, is that I feel like they like this thing is unflinching, and I feel like every time you're like it can't get stupider or weirder, they double down, and yeah. the actors are like, no, really, yeah, and you're like, wow, like nobody flinches, even the weaker people, do not flinch, yeah, from this fucking insane movie mm-hmm. and that i think that's like the power of lynch i think he so. just gets people can get people to do stuff yeah 
and whatever for, their yeah. skill level. Exactly. Unfortunately, they're not all great actors. So oh, they're, no. They really, yeah, they go for broke. Yeah. Um, they just don't got a lot in no. the, yeah. No. In the bank. But there's never any touch of, like, the, the thing is, like, what I wrote down about Dune is that, you know, and I think people do appreciate it more now. When it came out, it kind of bombed. Yeah, yeah. But if you, like, there's been a lot of talk about camp lately with the Met Gala and stuff. Right. If you open the dictionary and look at camp, you're going to see Dune <laughs> underneath it. And that's what it is. And they're just, that's what they're selling. They're yeah. like, you go with this. Yeah. Now, what's unfortunate is I don't think he meant it to be like that. No. No, I was reading about that, and it's too bad. And I, I said this to my boyfriend. I was like, I, I wish I could have seen the Dune David Lynch wanted to make. Yeah, that he saw in his own head. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, his original cut was, like, over three hours. Right. I don't think it had the, the narration and the, the dubbing. No, they had to add that because yeah. you, you, they took out so much that you wouldn't, the scenes were just jumping all over the place. Yeah, so to, like, make some semblance of sense... Out of yeah. this thing, he had to. They they had to go back and refilm a bunch of scenes and like consolidate them yeah. and just like make them a lot shorter and stupider. Really, like he knows, <laughs> like that shit. I love it so much. <laughs> Some like that. What Kyle all like commits and I buy it every time. Yeah, can we say that glorious um, daughter son is played by none other? Than like a twenty-two-year-old Kyle MacLachlan. First film debut. With his hair oh, shining like the sun. That's what I want my hair to look like. Right. I, like, I watched it. I was like, oh, that's everybody it. does. That's it. I want. I want. I... Doesn't doesn't move an inch in the desert wind. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. Oh my god, it's so much. <laughs> it's so extra. Like, listen, I don't think it's his greatest performance. He, I think he no. barely knows where the cameras are. He's just like, I just got out of school. Yeah, I just graduated from theater school like today. Yeah, and uh, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna really yeah. try my heart. And and he, like he's a good actor. So regardless of you know his his technical ability in yeah. terms of camera film acting, he's still I think he's still one of the stronger ones in this movie. He he definitely stands out with his fucking weird energy that he's apparently had since birth where you're just yeah, like right. guy's a little creepy you're, but i cannot yeah. take my eyes off of him. yeah yeah and i feel like lynch is just this is the beginning of their like love affair lynch is yeah. just obsessed with this guy yeah because i don't know from watching this if i'd been like you know what i'm gonna work with this guy forever in the next three projects that i do in a row you're gonna be the lead that's right and they're all gonna be vastly different from this in every single way yeah 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 no, it's, it's, uh, I, I mean, and I, I get that working with directors, like, you know, when you find someone you work well with, you just want to stick with it because it's a sure thing. And especially I think after Dune, maybe he wanted something to come out of it that was good, yeah. that he was proud of. And or I to think make up for it. For that, the, you know what that might be too, to be like, he admired. yeah, be like, okay, it was, the, it was the movie. It was it. It was, yeah. it wasn't us here. I'm going to show you here's Blue Velvet. Right. And you I, know? but, and Blue Velvet seems so much more under his um his vision and something he could control and see to the end and this to me just feels like i don't feel like he was the guy for this no i don't think so he did not like there's only so many times you can say like hey let's give this ship a chin and you're like okay that's great but you're you're losing yourself in your own weirdness that you usually have a track in your mind of where it's going yeah and i think it's because maybe he's because he's following a story he didn't come up with and he's trying to instill his own sensibility over it and it doesn't go no. it doesn't i mean i love it i love watching it sure. but it, it is unusual and you're it's not an ideal fit to me it's just something magical came out of it just because the mix of him and the people mm-hmm. But he he doesn't have firm control of it. No, no. And I I, I read an interview where he said he knew that, and he, he apparently doesn't talk about Dune. There's only like one interview where he actually talks about it. He just refuses to. And he was like, I yeah, I just felt like I was on a sinking ship. About half. Yeah, you can tell. He was like, I, I I can't get myself out of this, and I don't know. You so, can see the money just 
burning away. It's, you're just like, what yeah. are you doing with these? Some of these scenes and they don't end, and you're just like, this is costing a lot. Like the extras, even. I yeah. That's yeah. not CGI. This is 1981. All uh, mostly practical effects. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got like a million extras with these stupid suits. They probably weigh like 50 pounds or more. Yeah, yeah. And out it's in the just like, Mexican desert. What are you even doing? Yeah. Yeah. I love, like, I feel like both these movies to me have very strong first impressions. Mm-hmm. And this, first of all, you have the weird thing where the princess has to get you into the story because yeah. otherwise you would, like, you it's no very difficult to follow. Where you are, yeah. Is. <laughs> As soon as Patrick Stewart comes into Kyle MacLachlan's like teenage room, and Kyle MacLachlan's like, "What? I'm listening to Nirvana," and he's like, "Fight me, bitch!" And they they turn into those Tron rectangles. I'm like, I'm in. My father sent you to test me. Music, then? No music. I'm packing this for the crossing. Shield practice. Shield practice, Gurney. We had practice this morning. I'm not in the mood. Not in the mood. Mood's a thing for cattle and love play, not fighting. I'm sorry, Gurney. Not sorry enough. <laughs> this could be five hours long and I'm watching it. Like, it is so good. The effects are cheesy as hell. Yeah, yeah. But they, they kind of work. It it's kind like... of does. That to me is the worst effect. Oh, for sure. That doesn't oh, work sure. because it was the first, it was very early for that kind of, like, animation yeah no it but looks... on the other hand tron had already happened and still they did that <laughs> like i'm like there's no real uh, excuse <laughs> they probably ran out of like special effects money at that point they just didn't have yeah. the budget like, uh, put them in a box <laughs> we have met each other in death <laughs> like okay <laughs> poor patrick stewart he's just he's you how, know how many of them do you think really knew i think he knew he's just like all right <laughs> Like Papa Sean, needs a new pair of shoes. Sean Young, she doesn't know. She's like, yes. Yeah, she's really into it. She's 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 down. Really giving it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she looks great. Yeah. Those yeah. Brows, those eyebrows. She does look great. Yeah. 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 Che- cheeky or thieky. Cheeky. <laughs> well, they've seen know. each other in their dreams. Right. It's all yes. this stuff. She has glowing blue eyes because she drank yeah. uranium or something. There's a gr- another great effect. Those blue <laughs> those eyes. Blue yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. don't make Kyle look scarier. No. He's like with his chin. <laughs> <laughs> the camera's like right there. Do you notice how much that Lynch loves? He loves to get right up in his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, look at this kid's real. skin. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's good. But that chin. You can't see a poor. Yeah, that chin's coming out. <laughs> it's coming out at me. <laughs> so, speaking of first impressions. Yes. What was your first impression of the other film? That we're going to talk about today, because let's do. We're going to do two brief synopsis go-overs, and then we're going to compare and contrast because sure. they're similar yet quite different. Yes. So, 1981. Yes. We get a one of many film iterations that, that would you know later come of King Arthur, Merlin, Knights of the Round Table, in Excalibur. Who is my true father? Only Merlin can tell you that. And who is Merlin? I am Merlin. Whose son am I? You are the son of Uther and Negrain. You are King Arthur. Merlin! We haven't forgotten you! What trickery is that? They're both swords. He's trying to foist a fatherless boy upon us! Do you want a bastard as a king? Only on the ground, join us against the boy! I saw what I saw! The boy drew the sword. If a boy has been chosen, a boy shall be king! No! I challenge that! The sword has been drawn! Are you with us or against us? Against you! First impressions are, uh, I think, just way less of uh, tongue-in-cheek. Like, it's it's just less funny. And I think, like, within the first, like, ten seconds, you can tell the acting's at a whole other place. Mm-hmm. Because it's just British character actors. Yeah. Just, like, it, like, who isn't in this movie? Yeah. Like, everybody in this movie, you're like, oh my god. And you can, I mean, it is high drama. Mm-hmm. It is up there. Any... <laughs> Any movie that goes, hey, 
um, as a score, we're going to use the Carmina Burana. They're not fucking around. Yeah. This is going to be the story. Mm-hmm. And also because it starts with like the Gabriel Byrne character and stuff, you're like, oh, you're going to tell the whole thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it starts with like how Arthur's dad got transformed uh-huh. to conceive Arthur and all of this stuff, which is all in, you know, the death of Arthur. Yeah. That's what the movie's based on. Oh, okay. And it goes all the way to the end. So yeah. it is an epic. Yeah, yeah. It really spans like his whole his whole life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this movie was one more bad performance away from being a parody of itself. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I I laughed a lot in this movie. Wow, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're not gonna go over the synopsis. Everyone knows King Arthur's yep. story, and if you don't, it's very easy to look up. Um, I, I thought Helen Mirren was one of the only good ones in the whole thing. Helen Mirren's amazing. Yeah, in she yeah. really, I think She's she really Morgana, drags it. Yes, the, yeah. Who's yeah. Arthur's sister, half-sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really think she drags this into a better place than, uh, than the other actors leave it. Okay. This is like a five-star movie, you know? <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just not saying. very good. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, personally. Right, right. When did you first see it? I think I first saw it in maybe the first time I remember watching it from front to back was probably grade eight, okay. or grade nine. Yeah. But I think I'd seen sequences of it before that, but I probably wouldn't have been allowed to watch it because it is kind of grisly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's incest and there's... Well, and the stuff with the hanging nights and... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. some gross stuff in it. There's yeah. some... So, I... Yeah. And then by the time I would have been just old enough to see it, I don't think anybody was really... Like, it wasn't at the top of anybody's mind. Like, you right. have to just see this. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, we also get Patrick Stewart. Um, yeah. In a role that's... I, I, I wish it was a bigger role. He's not in it... Uh, a ton like he's in at the beginning right and sparsely throughout but yeah. uh, well he's Guinevere's father yeah yeah and so it's it, and he's the one of the first people to go with Arthur yeah well he's the first one to really like defend him yeah and say no no this yeah, he is pulled legit the sword. it's yeah. his like that's that's how this went that's how Uther left the legend whoever pulls the sword they are the king the rightful king of England right um and it's it's uh, yeah it's it's interesting to see um, Arthur as a squire because it's it's you know you see him as this like unsure young man yeah. who eventually grows into a very self assured king. Um, I just wish his accent would stay in one place. I felt like he was he started Irish, and then as he went older, he he kind of fell into a more natural like RP standard British, and then at the very end he went back to Irish. I right. I, I found that. I think that's on purpose. Interesting. Um, what, what, because what? he's he's regressing. Okay. Back to... He says to Guinevere, that's my dream. Yeah. Right? Is to not do this anymore. I go back to being a country boy. Right. And it's over. Yeah. So I think as you get toward the end, he's, he's, he's so frail from everything that's happened to him. And he's. I feel like he's just sliding back in time mm. like you become young as you become an old person mm. right turning yeah. into a baby yeah okay okay yeah 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 because yeah. the movie if anything is packed with symbolism like there's symbolism just flying out of the walls at all times like you know there's the blood of christ and the snakes yeah. are there and the sword is there and it's it's just it never stops like it's highly dramatic so i i feel like that is a th- thing that was supposed to happen but i could be wrong it could just be no, flaw, I, but I mean, yeah. he's a great actor too. I I actually think the the casting is pretty interesting because everybody here would have years of stage experience, except for some of the younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And it does feel theatrical. Yeah, like you said. Oh, I mean, there's only a few people in this that I think are a little shaky. I'm not crazy about Gabriel Byrne as Uther, only because Uther in the in uh, Le Mort d'Arthur is almost like a, a monster sure. like he's he is part of the dragon you know yeah. what i mean yeah um so gabriel is such as a guy is such a gentle soul yeah that it was hard to like i feel like it, i was just like i don't it's hard to buy that he's this like pillaging 
terrifying knight who's like he's like i am the one i am the strongest and you're just like okay like you sort of just roll with it or i do because it's him but uh like i don't know if that was perfect i think they were just like oh my god it's like i almost like if gabriel byrne had been a little younger i think he almost would have been contending for arthur Mm. yeah do you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. he's because he's the you can see they're the same type yes yes but he is a little older and maybe that like because nigel has to go from young to old and he kind of does because he has a neutral look yeah because he's he's not as young as he is at the beginning far from it and then he goes to his own age and then he has to go beyond that to seeming elderly right right and he does look the part he looks like, pretty good yeah yeah, yeah and i don't know if good. gabriel could have had that elasticity either with his look because i never think they could have got him that young yeah i i yeah i i kind of wish they had gone with gabriel for arthur i think he maybe would have brought a more grounded quality to arthur yeah and i feel yeah with with uther and maybe that's because it it was really off the bat that I was like, what the fuck? And it it was him and Merlin that kind of, I just couldn't really take seriously. And so maybe that's what carried over into the rest of the movie. Yeah, because you're like, why is he helping this guy? Well, and also, again, Uther didn't seem like this great warrior or this like... Right. Yeah, you you have to go with it because you know the fable. That's almost what it is. And that's why maybe somebody else... But you have to just have this aura of like, I'm going to crush everybody with my hands you know what i mean he doesn't have that no and he He gets overtaken really easily he sure does um his whole pursuit of merlin just doesn't make sense to me i mean he clearly gives merlin like a 45 minute head start despite yelling at him right away after taking arthur from him like oh he never wanted to get that baby back he's trying to appease the woman he knows he gave the baby away he says i made an oath yeah the, the the poor queen she's like go after him go after him and he's like sure you know but right the baby's gone it's gone i don't buy that i don't buy why he would go at all then okay because like he it's it's not a world that caters to the whims of women yeah um he raped her yeah but i i mean he i think it's i don't know i just sort of felt like it was like i guess i'll give it a try because i'm confused because i i realize it's my baby and i didn't think i'd feel this way Hmm. but as a knight i guess i did say that you let me have this woman you can have what you know and of course because he's like i don't care about kids what you can have you can have whatever you want right then when you have that baby you're like oh i don't know but yeah. It's too late. Yeah. 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 Merlin! Where are you? Call your dragon to weave a mist to hide us. Merlin! Where are you? Nobody shall have the sword. Nobody shall wield Excalibur but me! He who draws the sword from the stone, he shall be king. Arthur, you're the one. So you've read more to Arthur? Yeah. 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 So you didn't think this was so like it? Because when I read it, it's like, it's not a continuous, like, story that makes sense it's all these weird sequences mm-hmm. that happen and some of it like the fights happen over and over and the stupid like now i fight you and you fight me and now we bleed for three weeks like it's just it's like reading the bible yeah so that's why when i watch this i'm like i've never seen it adapted like this mm-hmm. where they do put in some of that weird repetitive stuff but you're still watching it like it's a whole thing and you don't get bogged down in these like pages and pages of begats and fights and Tristan and Isolde doing the exact same story as Arthur and Guinevere and it's in there for some reason mm-hmm. and you know like it's it's so much to hone down that I can't yeah. believe what they did and I can't believe how real it looks like it looks so real to me like because there aren't effects Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's just like no this is the castle this is a room yes this in is that a, respect, this yes. is this weird thing with this chalice and now i'm back like it, because 
this is a tribal era. They're mm-hmm. not... Yeah. You know, and, and even things like time weirdly going by and it not making sense, they don't really know what... They, they're, they're, they're counting time and moons and, and things like that, but mm-hmm. they don't... Like, say, say you and I in that time we're meeting every week to do this this podcast mm-hmm. it's not a podcast and then i just decide this isn't happening again this is the same thing happening again what are you gonna say no mm-hmm. then somebody says you're right this is magic this is magic that just happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i get that sense out of the movie too where he it you, you see a child turn into an adult man where the guy sees the, the, the young evil Mordred mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a child who sort of beguiles him away. Yeah. And then literally, in the, and he goes through this thing, he escapes, and then he sees Mordred come back and attack another one of the knights, and he's a grown man. And you're like, how much time just went by? What is yeah. happening? And I feel like because of this whole thing with the dragon, time is like telescoping in and out. They're living in this like world that's a fable right and arthur even says to guinevere at the end i'm not i'm a person who's alive so that people can remember that i was alive yeah it's a quandary yes and they're somewhat aware of it but they just have to live through it right and that's what's interesting to me too because the the movie's showing this like dark age fifth century thing but borman managed to get this aura of magic around it where you can have things happening like like it's magic but it's but is it just nature and it's like thousands of years ago a thousand years ago so we don't really understand what's happening Mm -hmm. is you know like the world seems young and god seems real and it's i feel like that aura goes through the film that's what i i really like about it it's a lonely way you know the way of the necromancer yes to know too much, lacrime mundi, the tears of the world. But the power, the joy. Moments, fleeting moments. I can ease your loneliness. Let me help you. Teach me. Ah, the days of our kind are numbered. The one god comes to drive out the many gods. The spirits of wood and stream grow silent. It's the way of things, yes. It's a time for men and their ways. That's the, I, I like your takes on it. Yeah. I really do. I There's think it's interesting. There's just the philosophies like that running through yeah. it that come right, literally like out of the pages of the book. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You can cut all of that out. That's, <laughs> I don't no, have no, a problem with that. No, no, it's interesting. No, I really yeah. think that's, that's interesting because yeah. I didn't get that. And I yeah. think that's a, that's a good, a, a, a great take on it. Yeah, that that just didn't pop out for me in the same way. Right. I, I, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, well, that's okay. But that's that 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 makes a lot more sense to me, and and makes sense of certain things in the movie, um, that I just didn't I didn't get, and kind of I guess wrote off, which I probably shouldn't have yeah. done. Yeah, I think, and then the only reason I see that in the movie is because I saw it so strongly in the book. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you have to take the book as a symbol. It's not literal. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like every every the sto- it's like the Bible and it's like a parable. Like every little event is a symbol for something. But it's right. not really like Arthur didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. Like it is a parable mm-hmm. for good and evil. Yes. You know, and 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 what a king should be. What the king is the land and it's all this shit the British are really into this shit and it goes back thousands of years mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the king proper prospers the land prospers the people prospers if he's a bad guy or he's not you know and then right. the, the, the land is full of pestilence and famine and, and famine yeah, yeah and I just like how it like it's like there it is and huh. don't worry yeah. about it not making sense. Yeah. It's not supposed to. Like, how can suddenly he drinks and he revives and suddenly they, they blast, they ride their horses through this cherry field. It's going mad. And it's it's meant to, it's like the fruits of England and the, you know, yeah. that she's fertile again. And we're right. going to have babies and everybody's going to survive. And it's it's that heartbeat of nature okay and that's when i look in the movie i'm like oh my god like he just i just feel like as the the director is just not afraid of like 
don't worry about every little scene like like these are human relations and bleh. like it is yeah. not about that yeah it's not about that and <laughs> and it is not about and that's what i hate about the newer ones like the first night bullshit and stuff it is not about your friend and your wife having an affair it is about god and good and evil and when there is a move that is not honest or correct that it 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 can split humanity and split the country right they're yeah. symbols these people are sitting that's what they're trying to play is symbols and that is a nightmare uh, yeah, you're not just sure. playing like lancelot he's some good bro you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. he's a symbol for like something that 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 should be good that like gets in there yeah, and it's it it, unfo- it was like a sliver yeah. you know and corruption it, yeah interesting yeah dang okay yeah yeah, yeah that's that yeah okay that's yeah I, I buy all of that for sure i'm not great at picking up symbolism in movies no and that's it's not like my fair enough and yeah. i can see if you're just watching it like it's a soap opera it's a bad soap opera uh, yeah for sure yeah um now i i'm a big nickel williamson fan mm-hmm. i think he you know he's definitely over the top and i think by this time he may have been slightly difficult to work with i don't know like okay. i know as he got older he got a little wacky to work with and okay. stuff like that but um I like the humor and I like too that I feel like a lot of people think like Merlin's this like godlike like benevolent creature. No, no, no. Merlin is not a great like he is dark. Well, I, yeah, dark you see that character. at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You see that and I feel it it I I like that I think he is somewhat obsessed with morgana and it is his fault that some of this stuff happens yeah yeah because he he's not paying attention enough to the fact that she's not it's not just creating it's again like creating a child in your exact image that doesn't work yeah and and also that the the child is and that's what i like about this too it was like there's no question that that kid is an abomination Mm -hmm. and must be destroyed there's no like but he is my son i mean he's inbred but nope he yeah. must be exterminated no on the planet he's, he's satan he's satanic right. and the guy is satanic he plays it that way yeah it's great <laughs> he's i don't even know if he is an actor he's just a model they got they're like we have to get a good looking guy that looks like a guy super yeah. aryan like sort of but weird. he only has a few lines but that let us embrace at last I think of that all the time. <laughs> I love it. It's it's up there with like a Star Wars. Really, hey. Well, yeah. it's father and son. Yeah, yeah. Father and son, yeah. right? And that is right out of the book. Yes. The double stab, and Arthur has to like stab himself further up the pole. Yeah. But he's like, I'm gonna get this guy, and I like how there's no like, you know, I should have loved you as a father. It's like, no, no, no. I failed you, son. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. It's a full nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know how empty was my soul until it was filled. Arthur, ready my knights for battle. They will ride with their king once more. I've lived through others far too long. Lancelot carried my honor, and Guinevere my guilt. Mordred bore my sins. My knights have fought my causes. Now, my brother, I shall be king. But it's definitely not Camelot. Like, it's just not that. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a whole different thing, and I don't think it's meant to be that. Right. I think I went in, that's what I was expecting. I shouldn't have expected anything. Yeah. Especially for Dune. Should have just <laughs> let it right. happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> let, it, let it wash up on the shores. Yeah. But no, that's... Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I wonder, is it successful... Do you think it would be successful to someone not knowing the King Arthur tale? Probably not as much. Yeah. No, because yeah. uh, I, think, I think it really is that book. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. I mean, I saw it before I read the book and I loved it, but I was a nerd. So I don't know, you know, I don't know. But I'll tell you when I read the book, I got it a lot better than I did the first time when I just saw it. Sure, sure. Okay. And I, when I read the book, I was more impressed by the movie Mm -hmm. than just having it be a cool, like medieval Star Wars-y thing. Yeah. I was just like, oh my 
god. You just filmed, like, a weird, ancient, biblical thing that's mm. actually pretty boring mm. to read. Because mm. mm -hmm. it's so repetitive. Yeah. You know, I read because it when I was really young. Maybe I should go back and read it. Yeah, like, when, you, when it's the 6th century, and you're, or the, I think it wasn't written until, like, the 11th century, yeah. and you're trying to write something, they didn't have a total grasp on, like, structuring a story well the novel wasn't so it just goes along yeah and goes along and goes along and yeah. goes along with every little weird detail that you'd never see in a story about what people are thinking in that second and then what it, it's odd yeah uh, but some of it, it it's again like i keep saying like the bible but i see that the bible has these seeds of like a great story but the shit you wade through is endless yeah. And this is not quite like that, but it's like that. Like the Odyssey or like, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, and I couldn't believe how many elements he did get in there. Because yeah. I feel like most people, like the, the any other iteration I've seen, they just brush all that shit off the table and tell a literal story about a guy fucking his best friend's wife. Hmm. And that is not the story. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's a tiny bit of a branch of the story that it isn't very important but it's not it shouldn't center on that because right. that makes it into a weird modern tale that it's just like what is this even for just yeah. this medieval like affair thing like who cares yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i that's mean not the story that needs to be told them no yeah yeah no well speaking of good and evil yeah there's very blatant examples of good and evil in both excalibur yes. and in doom uh, it's it, and you and you have to have those in any sort of um, prophesized messiah type film. Like there has to be uh, a good and an evil. Do you think that the representations of good in Dune are more infallible than, let's say, in Excalibur? Yeah, because I think it's a simpler story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you don't get the real shades of gray. Yeah. At all. No, Kyle's pretty pretty yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, he he it, it to me actually it is scarier because he's just like, yeah, I'm fucking Jesus, and you're gonna go with it. It's like, oh, oh I hope yeah. you don't go mad. And how early on that seed is planted that he he's like, am I the one? Am I the one? Yeah, I, and he he's asking himself, and this. he's and thinking, so, yes, I am. Yes. Right, I fucking hope so. Yeah, like we all are, you know. Yeah. And you're like deepest. Like I have to drink this weird toilet water right now, Sean. Pour it into my mouth. Water of life. Water of life. <laughs> It's poison. How is it the water of life? Yeah, it's a fun, like, opposite day. Come on, title. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pour it in my mouth. But I was kind of expecting that that power craze to go to his head. Yeah, especially like, since it's Kyle the <laughs> Right? I was like, oh, this is going to go bad. And then there's going to be a reversal of fortune. And it's going to be like, oh, the bad guys were the good guys. But, you know. Yeah. No time. No. No time. <laughs> no time. This is a coloring two, book. Two like, dude's a coloring book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah, not asking a lot of you. No. Symbolically. Yeah. That, uh, that, uh, I mean, it had some good bad... I, I thought that the the Baron was not a good bad guy. He's way too comical. Mm -hmm, He's a mm -hmm. fat idiot. But that lady who was the older witch was not she terrible. She was scary. Yeah. She, yeah. Was, she was scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I like how in Excalibur the, that Arthur is fallible. That he breaks Excalibur trying to fight Lancelot because of his pride when he just could have easily negotiated That's or right. calmed his self down. Like he makes a lot of mistakes and I yes. like seeing that and that you see the, the growth in the person through the, the course of the movie that um, they learn from their mistakes and they, they make mistakes that they're not just, no, I'm perfect. I know exactly the course that I'm supposed to take and I'm going to take it and I'm, I'm moral and just and true. And I think he is. And the, the show of that is how, when he falls and when he fucks up, he recognizes it and he moves on and he like takes that moving forward. And I think um, in Dune that uh, he's like, oh, I'm perfect. I'm perfect in every way. And, yeah. Um, he is. So is my But hair. still. And, but still. But still. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that wonderful scene to me where he gives up Excalibur and says, why don't you knight me? The guy he's fighting with. Yeah. And Roland's like, whoa, this wasn't in my vision. Yeah. What is this? And what that means, it's like, it's not in your vision that he would be this good a guy. It was the goodest guy, got the best sword, mm -hmm. and that's why this whole thing happened. 
if it had been another personality, maybe it wouldn't happen this way. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like, like yeah. the, the um, stars aligning in that way of like, yeah, no, this is the best person yeah. to have plucked the sword from the stone. Right. Essentially. And then in in uh, on the opposite side of the scale, I think um, in Excalibur, the evil, quote unquote, is far more interesting than in Dune. Oh yeah. Well, because I agree. The come Baron on, Helen. Is, um, is a joke yeah. and it's uh, kind of unfortunate actually it's truly like a bad fat joke and sort gay, of. which really irked me and again maybe not maybe I, and, and in the book it's different and but we're not right, talking about the book. In, in the book it is he's homosexual right? he's a pedophile oh pardon me yeah sorry i read something so different. well I, it's it's implied that he likes men but it's Im- further implied that it doesn't really matter as because long as they're young gays are are pedophiles right so uh, i was reading a couple different things on it it's i think it's pretty obvious that he's most supposed to be gay right um well they had that weird thing with that young guy with the flowers that that comes in kills in the very beginning but yeah sexually assaults before he kills in a weird way like it's not shown but you see the reactions of everyone else in the room kind of going oh god yeah and he's always there's something gross calling sting like beautiful and young and whatever and so it's like i get it the book was written in the 60s the best way to really make someone you know evil at that point is make him queer evil and weak and weak exactly yes yes and and the fact that he's fat yeah was a punishment from the reverend mother um again that's not really discussed in the movie but it's from the books uh I might even look past some of that if he was actually fucking scary. Sure, he's not. Yeah. That's he's the just problem. Gross. Like it's just a failure. It's like the fly. It's just gross. Yeah. Like yeah. There's no substance there. He's just this fucking fat guy who floats around. Yeah. Like, it's like a clown. Yeah. Like a terrifying clown, and you can't. Yeah. You know. And unfortunately, you think, well, maybe he's not the. Maybe Sting's gonna step in here, and if anything, he's worse. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about before. Like villains are important. And you know, I know, when I'm looking for a really ominous villain, I think, what's Sting's number? I didn't know I had the hots for Sting until I saw this movie. You also didn't think he was a dumb slut no. until you saw this either. No. Yeah. Now. Yeah, because Kyle's like, let's fight to the death, faggot. And he's like, sending out an SOS. Like, he doesn't even know. He's like, okay. Like, he doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like, no. it's bad. He's just kind of smirking sh- the whole time. He should never act again. Like, and I don't yeah. think he did that much, to be honest. Like, I wonder oh, if he was like, now I'm going to be a movie star. And it's like, wah, wah. Like, yeah. that's not great. I wonder if he saw Bowie do it and was like, I could do that. And then uh, swiftly realize he couldn't. Well, interesting that after this, Lynch switched to Bowie. Like when he was doing like Twin Peaks, he was like, hi, can I get David Mm. Bowie's number? Because Sting fucking bit. (laughs) And I need a hot English blonde pop star. He looks pretty great in that winged G-string that he fucking came out of that pool. I don't know. That was supposed to be a nude scene. Oh. And right at the last minute, the studio panicked, and apparently they made that fucking G-string like five minutes before. Because he had agreed. He was like, okay. And then they were like, no. And they made that. And I'm just like, it barely makes any di- Well, it does look stupider. <laughs> it looks like a, like a hood ornament from a car. <laughs> they just like shoved onto his dick. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, that's, that'll, that'll cover it. That'll it's, do. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it le- <laughs> It's so stupid. And he has like three lines in the whole thing and still you're like, oh, Sting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know he's good looking and stuff, but he's a worse actor. No question about it. At least that that poor guy tries. Like that fat guy. He's doing his job. He's like, what? Like he's doing, but you know he has to do that. That's what they wanted. Exactly. Sting. clown. Yeah. Does literally has no idea what's going on. No, no. Like talk about the dead eyes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I thought at the beginning, I was like, oh, cool. He's like a sociopath. Like, there's nothing going on. And then, oh, no, there's just, He's just nothing going out. on. <laughs> yeah. 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 I will have a raptor's bat for myself. He who controls the spice controls the universe. And what Peter did not tell you is we have control of someone who is very close, very close to Duke Leo. This person, this traitor will be worth more to us than ten legions of Sardaukar! And who is this traitor? <laughs> I won't tell you who the traitor is or when we'll attack. 
However, the Duke will die before these eyes, and he'll know, he'll know that it is I, Dan Vladimir Harkonnen, who encompasses his doom. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing is uh, somewhat perplexing, but it is, there's just, there's a lot of funny stuff in it, and all, can we please, talk, like, the credits. Actually, I'd like to compare the credits to the two movies, because okay. maybe my movie can get a point or two in here. <laughs> because the Dune movie ends like a Portuguese soap opera. <laughs> Then the credits start rolling and it's like, and you see everyone's picture with their, like, it's so epic that you're like, wow, I want to see that person uh -huh. again. Yeah. And it's this weird picture where they're like, they're live, but they're not really moving. Yeah. They're just standing there looking. And I'm like, this is, this is literally like the credits from the seventies, like general hospital. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Like, what the hell it, is this? Bizarre. It, yeah. And then in Excalibur, you know, the the sword goes back in the lake, the fishy hand comes out, she whips it down, he goes back to find the king, and he's on the barge with the three nuns. I cry like a bitch, the end. It's, that's Like, a, that's yeah. how you end a movie. Yeah, yeah. And that took that about right ending. out of the book. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. And think of the, think of the work to get that shot. Oh my god. There's no, like like bluetooth earpieces there's no it's just like you guys we're gonna get you onto this barge and you're gonna act for possibly like three to four hours while we shoot you while the sun goes down and you're just gonna slowly just drift yeah and yeah. they're british actors and they're like yeah we get it yep yeah. and then you get the perfect shot the sun's yeah. red and it's yeah. going down on going to the island of the apples right because yeah. he's the once in future king once, right he's That's, coming yes. back right yeah so I like I love it. Yeah, I love that. And it, but it does end like boom. There you go, because there's no more to tell. It, there's yeah. no use hanging around. Like it's no. the death of Arthur. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is a yeah by far uh, a superior. Ending. Oh yeah. 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 And I do think Dune could have done a little better. Like it's a sillier <laughs> story, but come on. Yeah. Yeah. Especially <laughs> like I mean. What, does it sort of just end with the rainstorm? Yeah. And then they're like, yo, Jesus. And he's like, that's right, bitch. And then it, <laughs> then it ends. But the, the music, like, changes drastically to this, like, elevator music. Yeah, real soft. I feel like, do you think that this, like, Lynch had nothing to do? Because I feel like it, like, switches channels almost. And it's just like, here's a weird credits thing that some intern put together. Like, it doesn't seem like he had anything to do with that. I don't think he did. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... I recommend them both, but for sort of different reasons. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I will say, I you know, I probably shouldn't have come off as hot right off the top on Excalibur. Hey, that's a good time to hate something. But you I know have what? the same reactions to things. I may just not have understood it. And sometimes when I feel like I I can't grasp something, as, and, and as I said with symbolism, like it's just, I, and maybe... The, like that you grew up in a time where that was more overt in media and i find now it's just not it's it's no, all really in your face right. like it's a lot right. simpler and sometimes you do get like a Lars von Trier or a Terrence Malick who really do pump with the symbolism if it means anything or not sometimes it's just for the sake of symbolism but i just yeah i i find i'm i'm just not as adept at being like oh that is a reference to or means something on a greater scale so i probably just I think I think I need to rewatch it. I think too. Maybe it's just I have a bit more tolerance for it being a little cheap, and some people might not see it and go, "Oh, this like period English thing." Mm. And I get that. Um, I mean, I'm this movie for for me that is quite thrilling that it cost eleven million. It's pretty wow. impressive, and it made like forty million. Sure, yeah. And um, Dune cost forty two million but only made 35. That's a, that's, Whoops. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, only three-year difference mean, the there. Thing, the interesting thing is that for Excalibur, making even 35 would have been impressive, and they made yeah. more than that. Yeah. But that's what you want to keep it. But I, I actually think that with the money they had was spent far more wisely. Sure. Because, and yes, it doesn't look as high budget, but they really stretched that dollar because some of, it's, it's more the cinematography than effects. Yeah. But yeah. some of it, and I, you know, you said some of the scenes are a little messy and the stunts maybe aren't as great as they would be if you could hire like a 
really good fight coordinator. Maybe yeah. he was a theatrical fight coordinator. Maybe yeah. he wasn't used to the armor because the armor is very heavy and very That's awkward. But some of the shots, I think, could be compared to stuff today. Like when they are riding out at the end to fight Mordred, the over-the-shot stuff he does with Arthur, yeah. where the camera's like, I think it's like on the horse. Be, yeah, yeah. But it does this weird perspective thing where the cherry blooms go back <laughs> and pull back. back. And it's to show the world reflowering and coming back oh, from pestilence. Okay. Like, that's yeah. why that scene is so, it's those flowers and green and like, you can see the, t- like, I get an allergic reaction watching <laughs> sure. that scene. It's just everything dander in the air and everything. Yeah. And the camera's just picking up everything. Gorgeous colors. Like, it's honestly. beautiful because he's, yeah. he's drank from the chalice and he yeah. comes back to life. So from that pestilence comes out this like, of flowers but i always think of that weird shot over the shoulder yeah which i think it's it's i feel like nowadays there's less of a chance for people to invent things like the director of photography had to think of that that's a very good because it's like we don't have 30 million dollars to like put this in later or try to and it's gonna look stupid if he's if he's on a green screen because that didn't look very good back then no you know no. when you see things of people in cabs and stuff back in the 80s you, yeah. you could fully see the line around them even see, in dune when the, the yeah. worm is chasing them and they're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, exactly <laughs> and, but that's yeah. a lot more money yes yes you're right, right? yeah and yeah. The, that director of photography had to be like okay we're gonna get this smaller camera we're gonna mount it like this like whatever they did and we're gonna make this shot happen because that's what the director wants but he had to creatively think of how to get that shot where yeah. I feel like now it's just sort of, well, a computer's going to do it. I love that every time the Excalibur's around, there's a green light that hits. They mm-hmm. really make mm-hmm. use of the knight's armor in this. Sure. Especially yeah. Merlin's helmet. Every time when he looks and it looks like he's turning into the sky because the whole sky is like reflected. Yeah. I love those shots, and it's not a, it's a it's an effect of the camera, but it's right. not a special effect. They're just smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like shoot this mirror helmet catching part of nature, and then he becomes part of nature as he turns. Right. Amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a very good point, and, and just the yeah the technical prowess that had to. Yeah, I th- well, and I also just think it's a director who's directing the right movie, and mm-hmm. Lynch is not directing the right movie here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he did his best, but that's why I feel like some of the decisions might be interesting decisions, but maybe not for this storyline. Sure, sure. I you know I will say reading the book or watching the movie very much made me want to read the book. It makes there's me so never many. Want to read. <laughs> there's so <laughs> many. you know there were they were gonna do both the sequels too. And yes. After this came out, they were like, eh, never you know, we'll give yeah. it some time. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I have so many questions about the, the like the the sisterhood of the traveling bald cap, I and know. like, I I I uh, the uh, there's so many things that I want to know that I uh, I I think because it is such a heralded book, I think I will read it. Cool. <laughs> I don't know I always I finish watching it and I love it and I finish it and I see those weird credits and I'm like wow I should find out everything and then it ends and I'm like eh that was good uh, enough that was fine <laughs> that I lie it. down yeah. and it goes away like real quick <laughs> but I but I do enjoy Dune I think everybody does I think it's a guilty pleasure it's yeah yeah it, it's yeah it's like yeah. eating it's like a full like cotton candy hit where you're just like I kind of want to throw up now but it was so good going down that it's fine yeah yeah well what a time to what a time to be alive take in some really great white messiah stories (laughs) yes we don't get enough of them I'm gonna say I know it's controversial unpopular opinion edition don't worry we'll be seeing more (laughs) I I hope so I hope so that's awful no I really don't I really don't (laughs) you're my messiah Nancy ah and you're mine wow I can only be the mother and I can only be the faggy baron so (laughs) neither of us wins in the end (laughs) no I thought it was a girl (laughs) I will grow him as my own daughter braid his hair I'm just gonna go fart and fly away (laughs) yes Well, thank you so much for joining us. This yes, was, uh... we highly recommend both films. Please, yeah, yeah, check them out. Check Tell me how out. wrong I am about Excalibur. <laughs> like, tweet bet, at me. 
everybody under 30 is going to agree with you. And some people over 30 will agree with me, but some of them will also agree with you. And some under 30 will also agree with you. It's amazing. (laughs) We're complicated, sentient beings, and I love it. Discourse. Yes. It's not the same when it's not on a beta player. It's still good. Well, then, always, you can find us online at Popular Parallax on various social media platforms, except for fucking TikTok, because I still don't know what that is. And if you like us... Why not leave us a review and a rating? It yeah. really helps us out. If you don't like it, don't bother. Just For, forget about go it. to another show. Yeah, <laughs> just unsubscribe, let go, yeah. and let God. Don't try it, mm-hmm. try Isha. <laughs> but give us a great rating. We, we do really appreciate it. There are a few more. I love seeing a few come in, so yeah. keep it up. It does help us out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a beautiful day. Happy what month is it? June. June is busting that all over. <laughs>